Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Tortilla Talk. And today, Alejo and I are going to talk more about spirituality, a little bit more about meditation, possibly some aura stuff, depending on how how long Alejo's car ride is. <laughs> it's all based yeah, on the car ride. <laughs> we're headed uh, from Jefferson, Oregon to... Um, <laughs> sorry, I overheard that. <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway... I uh, headed from Jefferson, Oregon to uh, Cannon Beach. Gonna go to the good old Haystack Rock. Dude, I literally miss Oregon for that reason. Because of the beach. Well, yeah, the beach, and then you know you could deal with like the rain, all of yeah. that stuff. But it's, I, I, I think the best home. times that I've had are walking on the beach in the rain. I have like two specific memories that. I I can recall that like it was just a really good memory. We were, I forget what this place is called, but it was a little past Tillamook. And um, oh, that's nice. Look, it's like a little Corella Deville car. I don't know if you can see it, but anyway, <laughs> um, that's dope. There was this one that we had to hike down, and we got there later than we thought. And it was kind of like it was dark and <laughs> getting dark and. Um, it was like, it just started pouring down fucking rain. And I was like, no, we we came all the way here for this. We're doing this. So it's like, an, it's like a staircase that like, not a staircase, but like it goes all the way down. And it's a pretty uh, big incline. And, Are you talking um, about the one just, in Lincoln City? No, 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 no. It's, it's, I forget where it's from. It's passing going north. It's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that one. I don't know what you're talking about, though. There's this one, I don't know if it's Devil's Lake, but it's over there where the Viking um, little statue is in Lincoln City, Oregon. And he's, like, pointing to the side. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like I do. I just, it's not coming in my head. I so like, every I'm big, like, big thing, if you want to lose weight in Lincoln City, they tell you, oh, go run up and down those stairs every day and you'll lose weight. Like, legit, you walk up and down those stairs, you die. So... It. it was one of those for sure, but it was it was a pretty large incline. Um, but no, it was a little bad. Let's just say it was just sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. And then there was another time me and my ex uh, we went to Cape Cape Argo in uh, out by Coos Bay, and um, well, I guess. Charleston would be Charleston, Oregon. But anyway, um, we went up there and uh, uh, there was like this, and we climbed down and there was even a rope at the bottom. That's how, that's how fucking, cause you had to like get down like, a little bit. I don't know, Oregon so got has all the, way down the dopest there. adventure points ever. Yeah. Like if you want to go have it's, like the dopest fucking, like adventure Oregon is your thing yeah isn't the Goonies filmed over there that's in uh, Astoria yeah I used to live there too I lived my brother used to live in Astoria too you know what else was uh filmed in Astoria kindergarten cop a kindergarten yeah I love that movie right by the Goonies house you know what's so funny is my brother volunteered uh to like read books to kids or something like that just because he wanted to go to that school like just to see how if it was still the same and like the movie and like the whole aesthetic, dope. 
That is pretty cool. I don't really, I don't really remember that movie too much. Like, I know it, but I, I, th- I remember it, but like not like bits and pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I, I love that movie, so I show it to my kids like a lot. So it's like a huge staple, even like as a child. I I see I Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a movie where he is still a cop and he's still a badass, but at least it isn't like get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> Uh, no yeah so oh yeah but so we climbed down and there was this waterfall that we were trying to get to and it was crazy because it was like that's cool waterfall onto the fucking beach you know so we're walking and we're fucking we're pretty stoned like we were still smoking a joint and i have roxy too so oh everybody wants to be roxy come on baby you say hi to the people of americas and other poland uk and (laughs) americas represent um no so so this beach had like big rocks on it and stuff right and so we're walking down talking and i have roxy she's on a leash dog um but so i was walking and fucking mario's on this side of me on my right side and uh fucking we're just going away and then all of a sudden i seen this thing like rise up and like move its head and then I look over and it's like a foot away from fucking Mario. And I was like, I fucking swiped Roxy up and I fucking took off running behind us. I was like, run, run. (laughs) Oh my God. And fucking Mario's like, what, what? And he sees it and it's this big old fucking elephant seal. It was huge. Like, (laughs) it was just crazy. And those things are so they can get up to like two tons or whatever because i looked it up and um and they're very aggressive animals so this thing literally just lifted it so it was sleeping and it just like lifted its head up looked at us and fucking look at see how stupid we look and put its head back down (laughs) and i'm like over there my legs are like this like fucking jelly like i was like (laughs) bro I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I have like a serious question to ask. Did you feel this shift from when we had a scor- the uh, Sagittarius moon to when we had the Capricorn moon? Because I felt like I was gonna die. Like I was kind of copacetic and just kind of taking things as they go, and then boom, no motivation. <laughs> Probably that's what my problem is. <laughs> oh my god uh, I, I, I text uh, pete that i, I needed know. to bleach Anyways, my so hair I don't know which, uh, and dead ass reading this he goes i got something you can do <laughs> this is how dedicated irene is for us you <laughs> viewers <laughs> she had to wake her husband up for a little afternoon delight seriously <laughs> so, so we could have a 10 a.m slot so we can watch the kids <laughs> so we can do this in peace yes because <laughs> okay so like we have i don't know just not been on the same wavelength for the last couple days and he slipped in like hella yeah, i woke up at like 2 30 in the morning and i seen her her text wake up because i fell asleep on the phone with her i passed out forever and i was all bitch 
I know, I felt so bad. I was like, God damn it, again, I was like, she's going to be pissed. But then I was like, no. So I woke her, I called her at like six o'clock in the morning. She was like, hello. No, and then I was up like five minutes later. Are they turning that into an auto part store? Or has it always been no. there? The reason why I think we both turned off our cameras is because the signal is just terrible. <laughs> There's a lot I'm definitely going to have to cut out because you already came in like a robot, but it's cool. I think we'll be fine. We did? Yeah, the signal is really bad. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? Oh my God, real fast. Hold on, I'm going to turn it on just to real fast. We have another sponsor, guys. So this is, I think it's supposed to be 5-2 code, but then over here it says, you know, H2M, but it's an H2, it's like an oxygen mask for your face, underneath your eyes, comes with like six of them. It's pretty dope-esque. The only thing I don't like about it, I was just bitching to Alejandro, is that you have to wear it for eight hours while you sleep. One, who actually gets eight hours of sleep? <laughs> do you get eight hours of fucking sleep i, I did yesterday that <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole 12 ass hours of sleep. i did i i was a uh, lack of sleep we'll say <laughs> danielle's rolling her eyes over here <laughs> well but yeah, um, no, I normally, honestly, I probably get home from work and I'll take like an hour nap or so. And then I won't sleep until fucking probably two o'clock in the morning, three. And then I have to be up at five, which I never am, but I usually, uh, I, I'm never, not at five, but no, I usually wake up around 5.30 now, around there. <laughs> so I'm up at 5 a.m. almost daily, except the weekends, because who the fuck would? I wake up every day at 5. Well, I have to, because I got to be able to be, like, up and ready, and then anywhere in between, oh, yeah. like, 6.30 and 7, I swear to God, I've been, I've been called into work, so I've just, like, been up at that time and been ready just in case. Um... um, um... This way, this way, yeah. Sorry, giving directions here. Oh, no, you're good. I'm in Salem, and I guess I'm the fucking... <laughs> I'm the one that knows everything. <laughs> you're the one who knows okay. Salem. Okay. I hate Salem so fucking much. Why? I hate this place. It's just full of trash. Definitely. If you're from Salem, Oregon, you feel free not to listen to this podcast. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> No, the people I'm who not. have lived in Salem have said the same thing, though, that they hate it. And I totally understand why. The people, the people here are, are just, like, really shitty. And I don't know. Let's just blame it all on fucking Kate Brown. You can't blame. You can't blame a person. You have to blame everything else. That's so stupid. Anyways, so. Yeah, you can. It's called politics, lady. <laughs> Politics isn't the active act of blaming. Politics is something entirely different. This is the the problem with America. Okay. There's a sign outside of Lincoln City that says, 
step down Kate Brown. And it's like, it's just visible. Like it's just, it's mixed in with the trees, but it stands out very well, but like not where it stands out, you know? I don't know, but it's funny. Fucking Lincoln City, like the biggest hick town in the entire world. Oh my God, that floods every year now. Swear to God, it's been flooding every year though since I've lived there. I moved there in like 2006, lived there for, I don't know, 11 years maybe, maybe, and then moved away again because uh, nobody can keep this bitch down. But anyways. Um, oh my God, same. Random tortilla <laughs> fact that I found that goes into everything that we're going to talk about with spirituality and meditation is that ever since 2012, uh, the number of children meditating uh, has increased by 800%. What? Yeah. What'd you say? Since 2012, kids, 800% of kids, more of these children are meditating. That means more kids meditate than in 2012. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Probably because like, they're stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We're all dealing with some fucking shit. Ever since 2012 was definitely when shit has hit the fan. But I feel yeah, like there's it a movie a about it. <laughs> to do with people see, I just who are like, head back. just like in tune with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you're going to want to turn. What? Right. Oh, I thought you were telling me to turn I around. I was so. like, what the yeah. fuck, bitch? Is there someone behind that. me? Yeah, turn around. There's somebody behind you. That's what I thought <laughs> you were saying. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to die. I'm about to shit myself and it. die. And because, <laughs> you know? Anyways. Jesus. So last time that we spoke it was it was about you know awaking your true feminine how you get in touch with her all of that good stuff and melanie from italy came and helped us a little bit more about um understanding how we can come and like how we can show ourselves more love like you know and doing self-pleasure practices what else did she say oh, i'm she good said, at self-pleasure yeah but i mean like self-pleasure to make yourself feel better so it's like i know i was kidding <laughs> yeah but have you ever done that like That's let's really in dig into it have you ever like been in a terrible 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 mood and you're like oh, <laughs> i need some fucking release and the best release is from your solar plexus which would be your genitalia and would be masturbation i'm i'm yeah i have like, i'm so or fucking like, angry fuck uh, i'm coming um <laughs> fucking come <laughs> the evidence song Oh my god, I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Our like dancing, there's this thing that I used to always tell people that I loved love dancing salsa and I never really understood why I loved to dance salsa and why I was so good at dancing salsa but not everything else, you know. And what it turned out being is that salsa is a great way for release. So it was a lot of other dancing, but a lot of the movement in the solar plexus is good for like relieving uh like trauma from childhood or like anger for no like you know like sexual tension like a whole bunch of fucking shit and you could just relieve it all by dancing and none of it means you're being provocative though because there's a vast of amount of men who believe that like if a woman even shakes her ass slightly it's like oh she wants dick 
She. You know, I know this person that literally. Huh? No. Go ahead. I know this person, and to go off on that part about like, like fucking twitch slightly or move your head to, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think it's a sign, like, let's, she wants, she wants the D. Um, no, I know this guy, and he legit, and he was serious, and I thought he was just kidding. But no, he was fucking serious. He was like, uh, saying about how this girl pulled up her pants while she was, uh, or she was wearing like leggings or something like that. And she was like pulling him up or whatever. And he was like, yeah, she was just trying to show me her, her vagina. She's being a slut and this and that. And like, like she wants me to fuck her. This and that. I was just like, what the fuck? Oh my God. I wish that that was closer. That shit literally had me tearing up. Who in the fuck says that shit? Like and he was like serious. He though. was he dead was, ass. Like, Yes, and he like, and then I started. So I didn't really comment on it because I was like, okay, but um, because I didn't know what to say. I mean, sometimes I'm not. A, I'm usually a person with comebacks, right? But that one left me speechless, and I just like and we were at Panda, we were at Panda Express contract. too. She wants me. Yeah, to and then like, what kind of psychotic saying, fucking dust till dawn, backwards ass motherfucking hills have eyes shit is that? And then he would always like continue to say stuff like that, and I noticed, and he's like, "You see that girl over there? She's trying to, she she wants me to go fuck her." This and that, like it's just different time frames. Like that one was one, but then, then you had like all these little comments and stuff. I don't even know. It was like it was traumatizing for me. I was like, "Man, I'm so glad I don't have a vagina." But <laughs> that sounds fucked up too. But I just feel bad for women, you know. But I mean, I grew up around women and stuff, and like I see that, and like I mean, I know that men are perverts and. I, it's just not just it's not okay that you know yeah women have to go through that yeah and it's just not it's like Fair. i and it's it's so the guys just but i watch them like i work with all these perverted guys and shit oh and i watch them and it's like the guys are really in like they fucking fight over women like it's like lions wait what <laughs> no way you've seen guys fight over women yeah it's stupid I don't understand that. What is the actual act of fighting over women? Like, what crosses your mind? Like, it's like a, it's a, it's a dominant thing. It's almost like I'm pretty. I don't know if we talked about this or somebody else, but I think we did. But it's just like guys too. Like, they'll get their score in, like even for fucking another guy. Like, they don't have to be gay, but they like, well, fuck them just to, to like assert their dominance over something. But they really don't like, you know, it's just for like a dominant. Oh. I think we were talking about that, right, Danielle? I was going to say, that wasn't me, but that definitely reminds me of uh, David and Nate. What do you mean? Um, David, I can't say his last name. (laughs) David? I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guantanamo is what we're going to (laughs) say. Quantano. Quantano. Uh, because there was, you know, like a certain situation. And okay, so hear me out. Like Melanie and I kind of touched on like the basis of, you know, when you're spiritual, you really don't think about everybody being a particular sexuality. Like you don't really like focus on that because it's it's a deeper connection. It's more spiritual, but then you have some men because i know there's gonna be men in the comments who are gonna get fucking stupid and i don't want to hear it 
but I'm ready um, for it. <laughs> some <laughs> men <laughs> are, you know, overly dominant and they just want to make you a number. It's not about how they feel about you. And that's, that's yeah, stupid. Uh, that's totally uh, off base. <laughs> I am. Oh, you got my blood boiling. <laughs> I know because it's it's the truth though. That's how men are. I fucking hate them so much. Well, you know, Ugh. let me give you a helpful tip if you actually deal with this, because I just know a lot of men struggle with their sexuality and want to like wanting to admit if they like to be penetrated or not. Like, I don't know, but I do know meditating. I'm afraid of you... a like that. What? What did you Nothing. say? Okay, hold on. So <laughs> meditate. Just like one day, there's tons and tons and tons of things you can Google on YouTube and in Google and put like meditation for sexual awakening. And while you're meditating, like be thinking about like what is the things that actually please you? What are the things that you fantasize about? All of those things and meditate about it because. You can be on like the down low and everything, but eventually don't you want to maybe Explore. settle down, love somebody for real? Because there's tons of or men. love yourself, want... honestly. Yes, love yourself first. Have you, okay, have you seen Euphoria? Of course I've seen Euphoria. Okay, well, I didn't think that you were stupid, but no, just kidding. <laughs> no, remember um, we were talking about, I was watching it and I binge watched it. Oh, like, yeah. And you fucking, you're ahead of me. Yeah, I remember. But, um, so, spoiler alert, uh, close your ears if you don't want <laughs> to know about it, if you haven't seen it. But, um, no, it's like Nate's dad. Like, up until that point, too, of, like, like, him leaving. You know, like, he wasn't truly happy. And he, he had a moment. Like, he had a moment. He went back to his fucking, um, his gay bar and then they end up kicking him out and then he realized fuck like you know that's a moment of, like of, of his that that memory is not going to be there because he's not allowed there anymore you know what I mean? it was going to be there but it's not you can't just go sneak away you know anymore exactly. like you got kicked out exactly but you know and he wasn't really happy and like it was fucked up what he said to his family like you have to be what he has done to dick. his family is fucked up in general there's a lot. I really got mad at him after that because, like, you know, I'm mad at the character. I'm so I'm deeply like, upset, upset with that character I was like, because one, okay, you can't go from being McSteamy on Grey's Anatomy to this vulgar, sick fuck on Euphoria. Like, that mentally used to make my nipples hard, and I don't know if he does anymore. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Daniel. 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 So it's so it's so important to take the time and seriously have those deep rooted conversations with yourself, regardless if you're doing it in sleep meditation. Cause I think last time we talked a little bit about sleep meditation too, and it's the best way to install that you have a good day, especially if you're not good at meditating. And there's tons of people who are not good at meditating and don't have time for it. I am one of those people. I don't have fucking time. I there's sometimes I can't even put a five minute session while I'm actually awake. And so like, I'll just listen to something while I'm going to sleep and it's just frequency. It helps you sleep. It makes your REM better, faster to achieve. And then like, I don't know if you're into that bruja shit, you know, you sometimes get <laughs> messages like, 
through your sleep. I don't know. Like what? I just think that what you shouldn't do, because let's use uh, what's Nate's dad's name? What's Nate's dad's name? I forgot. Okay, well, anyway, so Nate's dad, he seriously should have like talked to a fucking therapist because not everything is spiritual. Like I know there's tons of shadow work that's based off of therapy, but honestly, take your fucking ass to a therapist. Go talk about what is going through your fucking head. If you can't, if you can't like organize it yourself, like because there's definitely some people who can't talk to other people about their feelings and I have to write it down you know, and then, like, go through it later, f- figure out what's bothering me, and then Marty. I'll paper. Martin Earl Wright. Marty needs bother a bald, over, what, what the hell? Overweight, divorced, he lost his job in the eighth novel. What? That's not it. Let's make a shape. Carl, cow, cow, it's cow. Cow. Jesus Christ. Okay. I was like, wait, what am I? I, I typed in what's Jake's dad, or Nate's dad's name. <laughs> it says Marl Erton Marty, right? Nate's father evolved, overweight divorcee who lost his job in the eighth novel of this series. I'm like, mm, I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. real fast, let's jump back in and yeah. let's talk about what you can achieve from meditation, not just knowing about more of your sexuality and knowing more about yourself, but gaining new perception on stressful situations. Like let's say you stop like whatever situation is happening and you could physically go into a meditative state and just be like, we're fine. We're okay. This person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about that didn't harm us like shit like that you know because sometimes people have to literally talk themselves through it and i have to talk to myself there used to be a huge stigma that it wasn't okay to like positively talk yourself through a situation when there truly is no wrong or right way to handle those situations i don't know yeah and then you can build skills to managing stress like of course you know it nothing is overnight not it's not like you're going to go into one meditation session you're going to be a fucking pro no it took it i'm still barely learning and i'm learning how to do meditation in ways that makes me comfortable because meditating used to make me very uncomfortable i'm a sexual assault victim so it's hard for me to keep my eyes closed like you know my like i can't stay at a at a what i would call a weak defense area I always have to be on guard when I'm up you know like same shit when I'm sleeping so there's there's ways to handle that and I I think I talked a little bit last podcast but I really wanted to make sure that I gave good tips for women because it's actually something people dm me about is how you meditate when you've been sexually assaulted and it's like The first time I did a meditation, I did it the original masculine way, which was sitting crisscross, you know, your fingers and arm, whichever way, like there's a whole different kinds of ways to hold your hand and there's different meanings to it. So please go research a little bit more. And I mean, that makes sense because you have to like, you have to focus like very comfortable, like just all those like shit that happened to you and stuff like you have to be mindful and like know yourself and what makes you comfortable and 
Yeah, right? you don't know what's going to come up while you're sitting there in the dark with your eyes closed because meditating is pretty yeah. much being in a sleep state mode, but you're conscious for it. And yeah. during that time, you're supposed to be able to like hit this higher vibration and just be a better person, be able to work through things better, think through things better. And that's what I wanted to achieve. So I, I remember I sat like that and then I had a full on panic attack, you know, and you don't, you don't need to do that to yourself. If you don't feel comfortable uh, as soon as your eyes close, then it's an important time to, um, like maybe lay down, close your legs. I, or, or if that makes you comfortable to have them like open a certain way, then do that. Like anything that makes you comfortable is what you should be doing. And um, it, it's just be patient with yourself, basically. Try every single position possible. Make sure like you feel okay. If you want to just be laying down in your bed, I've done meditations as soon as I've woken up that it were just like, I don't know, 10 minutes max. It's the beach body unstress. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. And um, I would just be laying there in my blanket as I was waking up, thinking about whatever the guided meditation is for. And then I was better. I, it's just don't do things that make you feel uncomfortable, basically. And so while gaining a new perspective on stress and building those skills to, to manage your stress, you're also increasing your self-awareness, learning more about yourself, and then you're focusing on more present things. You get this ability to be more in the present. And if you're uh, neurodivergent at all, then you know that we all struggle with- um, I'm not a virgin. What? You said you're not a virgin. <laughs> you're neurodivergent? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a virgin. Yeah, I'm, I'm also neurodivergent. I have BPD. It means if like you struggle with like certain things and just like patterns, yeah. you know, you, you don't really get to be present anymore and you feel a lot of like negative feelings. And that's why they say it's, oh, it's a really good idea to try to implement uh, meditation because it's really good with releasing negative like emotions and increasing your imagination and creativity like who doesn't want those things like all of these things are positive like they're not terrible side effects like pharmaceutical <laughs> drugs you know pharmaceutical drugs um, we all know <laughs> and, and i feel like she said we all know <laughs> i feel like it's definitely increased like my patience and my tolerance like i know there's some days too like if i don't get in a meditation i am so fucking short fused <laughs> ridiculous i'm not here like i just i don't know i'm full of all the things that i shouldn't be and i don't know have you ever tried meditation lolly when i was in foster care stuff like that that's not bad um no, to get in touch with yourself but i feel like my thing is i really go to listen to others and fine so like i don't i don't personally like find like i don't think of those things like uh, okay so feel the grass feel it, you know you're whatever like grounding yourself and like thinking about what you need to actually think about. I don't know, I just, I overthink it. I just feel like I'm just sitting there unless I hear somebody be like, all right, well, open your mind, you know, blah, blah. Like any one of those fucking CDs or tapes, 
Yeah. I should get a fucking Walkman. A cassette oh my god, and bring it back. Yeah. I wish I started. I wish Maybe I would started meditating when I was younger because, like, I would have been able to navigate so many more situations if I knew how to actually navigate life. Like, if you're somebody who wasn't taught emotional responsibility by your parents or like how to even navigate your emotions. <laughs> All Mexican kids literally do are, are emotionally immature because their parents don't want to talk emotional about emotional damage. Emotional <laughs> damage. No, I'm serious. Like it's real, it's a real thing. Tons of Latinos, yeah. tons of Asians go through that. It's just too. not practice in our culture. It's really funny. I actually have a coworker that's Asian and Mexican. <laughs> it's interesting. He looks like a little fucking Asian Mario. Just, so he wears these fucking he wears these overalls. But we were talking about that. And he was like, it was the funniest thing. He was like, yeah, because he was talking to everybody else, and I'm just like eavesdropping. And like, I know what he's talking about. He's like, yeah, you know, my mom used to like fucking grab whatever, and he was just like naming things. He's like the chair. That was one of them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> grab whatever the fucking belt the chancla the fucking the hanger this that the remote whatever extension in front of you. cord the chair blade. oh my god and the eyes <laughs> yeah, like, and oh shit fucking eye, yeah Dude, my mom iron this bitch is iron <laughs> what is the blue the tree spoon? the tree okay, the switches <laughs> I mean, I don't think I got a switch, but I definitely got threatened with a few fucking objects. Oh, I got switches all the time. My mom always found the most, she would take her time. She would make us wait too, but my mom was abusive, so. Yeah, but like, okay, so it's like your mom mom isn't really weak. My dad is like, my dad's a big man, so he really didn't have to do much to intimidate us, nor like, like, one good like hit from that man and it's fine you're You're dead (laughs) you just you better know to stop like i i don't know (laughs) yeah but back to meditation Uh, so like if you if you suffer from any of the following things like anxiety asthma cancer chronic pain depression heart disease high blood pressure ibs sleeping problems or attention headaches a lot of healthcare providers tell you that meditation can really help with these problems because a lot of I'm it pretty is sure mixing that up. No, I'm not. pretty sure it's medication. It sounds like a fucking commercial for like a Truvada or something. No, no, no. I'm serious. I'm no. I know, I know. I was kidding. Okay, so like the, the thought pattern behind it is that all of these things can be controlled by the brain because the brain is like your processor for everything so like think of us as a computer honestly and think all of our like animatronics that are up here like there has to be something that's diagnostically going wrong and if we you know try to tap in and make ourselves better then it would help so like let me give you an example for blood pressure because blood pressure is the one that bothers me um blood pressure could be reduced by meditation because you would be coming out of an old-time calm and I've seen patients be able to have high blood pressure and then they'd meditate for like a few minutes. Like they would literally tell me, come back in five minutes. I need to meditate because I just had a really stressful time. And I'd come back yeah. prior. It would be like one, 150 over hundred. And then when I get back, it would be like 110 over 60. It'd be such a drastic, drastic fucking change. Like it would blow my mind. And I just went to go smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
but no, they wouldn't be smoking weed in the medical office, you dumbass. Anyways, so like with anxiety, I get I it. Up wherever. With asthma, <laughs> the asthma was like, I kind of looked at it sideways, but then my brother used to tell me that he, because he has um, athlete-induced asthma uh, childhood um, diagnosed, right? So, uh, you know, whenever he tried to do sports, he told me that you? sometimes he would have to just sit there and like think and try to process through it so that he would be able to um, like stop the asthma attack and be able to get yeah. his lungs to start to go. And I never would believe him, but he really used to tell me more about this mind over matter theory, which is meditation. And with depression, it definitely helps. See the thing with chronic pain, I, I have chronic pain and I can meditate for sure but it doesn't take it away. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And then you have, you have IBS, right? No. No, it's Crohn's. Oddly. I just <laughs> to let you know, hey, if, if uh, I might lose service up here, I don't think that I will, but I might because we're going over the pass because we're headed towards Lincoln City. Yeah. And so if I do, then we'll just, resume when I get service because it won't be that that long. Okay. But I'll we're, stop we're not it there. And we're then not... I'll reopen it and I'll send you a new link if we have to. I think it's like the van the van whatever pass that part. I choose Van Hosen. Van Hoosen. Where people lose uh um service. So we're we're still a little bit away from the center so Vladimir Putin, yeah. But yeah, so. But, sorry. No, you're good. Um, irritable bowel syndrome is like another thing that I'm just like, how yep. do you control that? Because that's uh, like an involuntary muscle. You know, like how do you control an involuntary mm -hmm. muscle? And I did a little bit more research on how they think meditation actually helps. Um, apparently yeah, you know, in your subconscious in mind, if you set an intention in your subconscious mind, you'd be able to, you know, fix a problem, right? Theoretically, if we're living in yeah. a perfect world and in a perfect world, you know, I say, Hey, bowels, you know, start a working because I can't, I haven't been shitting in like three days and then bada boom, bada bing, these motherfuckers start to work. And it's like, uh, hold on, sir. What kind of man, what in the manifestation just happened? And then, <laughs> you know, you got these. Yeah, I term, like right. You got these, this umbrella term meditation, and nobody really understands that there's different types of meditation. You know, there's guided meditation, mantra meditation, mindfulness meditation, uh, QI gong meditation, and Tai Chi is a version of meditation transcend transcendental med meditation yoga is a form of meditation so there's so many things to do with meditation and i can definitely break these down like a little bit more um but i go over guided meditation and mantras i i'm in a little bit of mindful mon mon uh, meditation just because um you know with the mantras i share those on my instagram those are the, the things that I think about while I'm meditating or I just say them over to myself and just, you know, believe it. 
And then there's guided meditation, you know, where you're laying down, you are hearing frequencies and sounds and textures and smells and all of that stuff with a teacher. And that's a whole ass guided meditation. And then you have the mindfulness meditations that are like help you increase your awareness of appreciation <laughs> of life. And then like, I, I believe those ones are like the most common ones though. And yoga. I lost service, but I was saying um, that I feel like yoga is a really good one because I used to do it all the time and it helps like re release like endorphins and stuff like that. And um, I mean, and it's good. It just like, it helps you like feel your body and uh, you know, you just, you feel better. Yeah. So to touch a little bit more on yoga, there's so many positions and so many things that help with releasing a certain emotion too. So that's why I feel like yoga is so beneficial for meditation. Like, honestly, people should mix it up because Tai Chi, because Tai Chi is like a great way to meditate. It's just, you know, you're, you're like performing at your own pace your own posture, it's your own movements and you're being as graceful for yourself and deep breathing and all of that, that stuff. And then there's um, Hugong meditation, which generally uh, combines meditation, relaxation, physical movement, breathing, exercising and maintaining balance. And that's like traditional Chinese medicine though. Like they, they really like yeah. to use that to like home well, they're in touch with their body they like they can yeah. feel they can know self-discipline all that good stuff yeah exactly love and the chinese we i love anything about the chinese they got this dope ass tea that makes you hella skinny and i'm about to buy that shit i'm trying to see if it works oh i'm been being used for centuries right and then there's the transcendental meditation, which is just like when you meditate silently and repeat like a personal mantra to yourself and or sound or phrase. Like, you know, when people do the um, like that's that's when you're transcending or like if you're saying a mantra over and over again, like I was saying with your mindfulness mantras, like you can you can definitely layer them and use them together and be like, you know, like, I'm going to be a bit of bitch. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's all up to you pretty much how you want to meditate. Like, I feel like you should really detail it to yourself anyways, like make it more positive, make it something that you want to do. And if sleep meditation is more your thing, do that so that, you know, you can be listening to the signs that you're being sent and you could be like, there is five important keys to elemental keys I should say to meditation and <clears throat> a lot of them are really hard and I even still struggle with I think they take a lot of years to get down that's why I was really liking our tortilla fact today about kids meditating because you know if you start this young meditating sorry that creeped me out if you start this young or like you know like three like as my kids or like two 
seven, meditating, you are have more fundamental elements to help you in life. So like how do you teach a kid at three and seven? Well, I mean seven, yeah, but three, I don't know how realistic that is. I mean, maybe like I guess, yeah, because you're kind of like understanding stuff, right? Now I feel like I need to do a whole series on YouTube of me just trying to get my kids to meditate. <laughs> Try to get them not to fucking bonk their head. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was just one child. Oh my God. So backstory, <laughs> this week, before I go into elements of meditation, but this week, okay, miles. the week I come back from having C. diff, my middle son thinks it's okay to not heed the warnings of no monkeys jumping on the fucking bed and he jumps off the bed hits his baby kitchen in his room and he lacerates his head it's considered a t5000 head injury but it isn't considered enough to get a ct so good i said oh my lord the fucking car was smashed into the ditch it was a truck yeah it was a truck i guess there was a difference but i know there's a difference but like the severity but <laughs> there was a fucking truck in the goddamn ditch and it was just smushed in jesus christ that's yeah, why i'm terrified to drive a, a ticket on it <laughs> terrified to drive for that reason because people are psychotic but <laughs> okay so yeah. elements of meditation there's focusing what? your attention relaxing your breathing like relaxed breathing um <clears throat> sorry i should describe these focus attention is when you bring your attention to one thing at a time and kind of just let things go and you you're breathing but like let's say i'm focusing on having a good day but then this worry comes into my head and this one and this one and this one at that point <clears throat> i'm ignoring everything else and i'm focusing on that one thing and then with relaxed breathing there's many different techniques for relaxed breathing. I know there's breathing, um, like there's like a whole breathing meditation and where it sounds like, I don't know, alms to me. And I don't know how to, how to explain it. It sounds very musical, but there's definitely different ways of breathing <laughs> and being able to take deep breaths and just physically let go what may or may not be held in by your body. And then, you know, being in a quiet area, quiet setting, knowing that you're okay in that setting, being patient with yourself in that setting. Well, let me ask this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times when I focus on my breathing, even if I'm in a good headspace, it triggers my uh, anxiety, right? Because I'm like, my breathing, my yeah. breathing, my breathing, right? This and that. So what would you suggest there? So at that time, you got to go back to your focus like refocusing your attention because remember i was saying you're going to have all of these things popping into your head when you're saying i have this intention of having one good day but oh fuck barbara is going to be a fucking cunt today or there's you know patricia and fucking accounting who doesn't know how to shut her goddamn uh, mouth you know and i'm drunk that's patricia so we don't want to worry about patricia <laughs> This drunk ass Patricia's over here, you know. Because I was like, he said, oh, like, when, you know, when you drink, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, no, that's Patricia. And then he's like, is that really what you would, like, call yourself? He ignorantly thought that I was calling it, like, that's that's what I want to be called or something. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, she's, she's doing good. You know, like, this, I don't know, the gay thing. 
Oh they my don't understand god. It. People like are fucking I really stupid. Well, I mean, like, I understand like, that's it. Your that's, name your, that's what you call yourself? That's your I'm alternate like, personality. I had to explain it. It was stupid. <laughs> this is literally why I hate men sometimes, because they're just, they cannot grasp the fucking facts of some shit. But anyway. Well, they don't, you don't think about certain <laughs> things, and then you just, like, it just, it just doesn't, just, that's right here. Yeah. So, back to what I was saying, though, like, just focus your attention, Lolly. Just make sure that you have an intention set and just stick with that intention the entire time. And another thing I was like really focusing on was talking about your position. It doesn't always have to be a masculine position. It could be a feminine position. You can be laying down. I think Melanie and I kind of touched on it a little bit last episode, but like I don't know, surround yourself with pillows and, you know, put a candle on and, you know, be in an area where you're happy, you know, get the fairy twinkle lights and all the, get all of the shit and make yourself feel comfortable. You could do this shit in a bath. Meditation could definitely be done in a whole ass bath. We lost Alejandro, but I think I'm going to keep going just for the sake of my mental. Um, But like having an open attitude when it comes to meditation, I believe is also important, you know, like you have to, have to, have to be adjusting of your attitude during any type of, any type of situation. So mainly when you're meditating, you have to be like, okay, like I'm going to be positive. I'm not going to let the negative in. And then you're hyper-focusing on that and making sure that it happens. And also not judging yourself for you know, how you are during the meditation. Like maybe it's not, maybe nothing is going good for you that day and you're just like stressed out, but you know that you need to get your meditation because you want to let shit go. And so your meditation is focused on letting shit go. And so like all of these bad things keep popping up in your head and you're like, fuck it, just let it go. Like, you know, I think somebody used to say, cut it and give it to the wind. And I used to, I think about that sometimes now when I meditate and all these things come up. I don't know, maybe it's like trauma stuff for me, but like when something comes up that bothers me and definitely like changes the way that I'm thinking, I go, okay, cut the cord and throw it to the wind because there's nothing I can do about this. Like that's the equivalent to Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> like I, I am okay. I am radically accepting what is happening and I'm going to let it go because it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to let it affect me. And we're just going to keep going. Like that right there is something so important for kids to know. And back to why I love the tortilla effect is it's so important to know these key elements in life, to be able to make it through life. I feel like more moms, more dads, everybody at this point, like maybe meditate with your kids. I've definitely been thinking about meditating more with my sons. And, you know, now that I learned that there is definitely more to what I was doing, um, you know, like it helped it, it helping with like mental health things. Like there's no other way to put it besides saying helping with mental health, helping you be positive because you're in pain, helping, you know, you know, anything. I just meditate on it and maybe I'll think better when it comes to what I need to do. Maybe I won't be so hateful to myself because I'm in pain and I don't understand why. And I'm only like 27. Like, I don't know. Some people hold anger towards themselves like all the time because they're not 
like normal 27 year olds. <laughs> so let's talk about everyday ways that you could practice meditation. Breathing deeply is one of them, you know, is a great one. Two breaths in, one breath out is such a great way to ground yourself when you are having a panic attack, when you are depressed, when you are so fucking anxious that you can't make it through a show. I think I knew a few people, including Alejandro, including myself who had like stress-induced anxiety when watching Euphoria. We kind of had to give ourselves some breaks. <clears throat> and then at one point in the show, I was kind of like, why do I need to give myself a break? Why am I allowing something externally to affect me? Like, this is my point to take my power back and be like, this was a tough situation to watch. It was, you know, it affected me because I'm very empathic and I'm very, I think very much of others, but what I'm going to do now is let it all go to the wind, cut it and let it go to the wind. So there's deep breathing, scanning your body. I, I love when people do like the scanning of the body. It's like the end of the meditation when you're laying there and you're like thinking to yourself, like, you know, I'm going to have a good day. They call it your little meditation spot. And I believe it really is, but that's your time that you scan your body. You know, what it, what's bothering me? Is there something a part of me that's like bothering me? Like, am I okay? Like, that's such a good way to meditate and reconnect with yourself and come back to square one and be like, yeah, I am fine. I'm fine. I know I'm fine because I just did this whole body scan and there's nothing wrong with me. So I'm just going to keep being positive and go on repeating mantras. Like, like I've said this multiple times, I share mantras, mindfulness, certain things, elements of meditation on Instagram. And I try to do it daily. Honestly, I haven't been able to because I am struggling with my meditation right now. Um, only because I'm in a lot of pain and it's hard for me to focus my mind back to no pain. And um, I don't think there's any way. So that at that point, that's when you see a doctor, <laughs> you know, because meditation isn't a fucking cure-all. Um, but even Mel uh, Melanie said it great that we should always incorporate both sides of um, medicine when it comes to meditation. You want to be holistic about it. You want to try everything you can naturally. And then when that doesn't work, definitely call your doctor. <laughs> I've had tons of patients who are like, I tried to meditate on it and now I'm here. And I'm like, thank God. Thank God you're here, Deborah. <laughs> Anyways, walking and meditating. So, you know, when you go on the beach, you take off your shoes, you're kind of feeling the ocean, you're hearing the sound of the ocean, you're getting some of the ocean, oceanic water, you know, whatever it is, maybe you're walking in the sea foam. I don't know who does that, but I seen some chick do it on uh, TikTok the other day. Maybe you're doing all of that and you're feeling the wind, you're feeling the mist, you're feeling it all and you're walking and some, something in your mind pops up and it's just creative. And you let that, you let that process like kind of just take possession of you and like, just keep going. At that point, you are at a state of meditation and walking. That's beautiful. Not a lot of people can achieve that. Uh, that is something that I am currently working on doing because I feel like I need to be able to meditate whenever I am having like a moment because <laughs> I'm kind of a cunt, you know, like I need to be able to have like a second to myself. 
And, uh, you know, if you're religious out there, engage in prayer. Engaging in prayer is a, a very own particular way of meditating. You know, it's where you get to connect with your deity. And yes, I'm going to call it a deity um, because I'm an asshole. And if you didn't realize that saints are deities, then I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, um, <clears throat> read and reflecting. So like maybe you're going to pick up a self-help manual and you read the whole chapter on why, why personal development is important. Okay. Maybe you read a whole chapter on that. And then you reflect in like a diary or verbally or mentally to yourself, like just ponder on the fact of why was that so important? What did I get out of that chapter? What really stuck with me? What can I implement so that you're not constantly stuck on aggravation? You know, like you got to find ways to definitely let it go and love yourself. Um, and then focus your love and your gratitude on like images and situations compassion like it could be specific feelings like just like focus your attention on love and gratitude like really just hone in on those things and let yourself fill them that is a great way of meditating because you know you're grateful what moment you're in and you're loving yourself you're loving what you're around all of that stuff it's it's a really good um way to keep going and then um um, just make sure that you hone on to meditation skills and be mindful, read more. If you need help with self guide, well, like guided meditation, or you want to do self-led meditation, like just know that you're kind of on your own with everything. But I think that's pretty much it guys. We, we almost went over time and <laughs> Lolly's going through a pass right now. That's why he can't be on here. Uh, cause it's a little, it's a little finicky at that point. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us again on another episode of Tortilla Talk and, you know, really give spirituality a try, maybe try meditation. Um, that's kind of all spirituality is, is meditation and self-love and just forgetting the rest, you know? it's releasing yourself from those binds so don't always keep yourself in cage guys you don't always have to go to a church to um be in tuned with even jesus you can do all that stuff at home and definitely pray with him at home and have your house be the temple all that shit or you could be like me and think you're the center of the universe and just not give a fuck but yeah check us out on instagram for I think it's made.oregon, made in.oregon for Instagram for Alejandro. I believe he's also on Twitter. I can't remember your Twitter handle for the fucking life of me. I'm sorry. Um, I will get that link up in my link tree so that you guys can be able to go there anytime and be able to check out our YouTube channel. And then um mine is I-M-E-N-Z213 for Instagram, Irene Mendoza on TikTok, and then Irene Mendoza on YouTube, where we will be sharing all of this stuff. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day.